I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're closing in here on the start of the 2022 football season. Hi, Sean Callahan with Husker Online and for ABM. And we're going to continue our in-depth conversations with the members of the Nebraska football team today. Uh, we're joined by the specialists. We do not discriminate, by the way, gentlemen. Uh, it's great to have all the specialists in here. Uh, a lot of new faces for Husker fans. We've got punter Brian Buschini from Montana, long snapper Brady Weiss from Georgetown. Uh, we, we've got um, Timmy Bleakrod, a new kicker uh, that came from Furman, and Brendan Frankie uh, via Gretna, Morningside, now Nebraska. It's kind of a, you know, it's a really interesting group of guys, so many different stories. And I wanted to start right there. Everyone just kind of sharing their story, how they got to Nebraska, their experiences before. And, you know, Brian, you were the FCS, I believe, punter of the year. You played at Montana. Um, you've got three years of eligibility. Um, why'd you pick Nebraska? Why did you transfer here? And, and kind of how's, how's the transition been for Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. Yeah, I was really blessed to be pretty highly recruited once I entered the transfer portal. Um, But my wife and I kind of sat down and talked over a bunch of different things about different places. Um, For example, like getting recruited to the University of Washington. Um, I didn't want us to move to a you know, a big city like Seattle and kind of be around that. So um, the combination of the safe safe town, the good school, and the up-and-coming football program, that was kind of the biggest reason why I chose here. Um, I'd say that um, the ability to ho- help hopefully improve the special teams group from last year um, was another reason why I chose here. And Brady, you came from Georgetown, and I don't know if there's ever been a Georgetown football player to transfer to Nebraska, so it's a very unique deal uh, what was your experience like at Georgetown and kind of what brought you to Nebraska? Uh, yeah, I loved my time at Georgetown. I went there uh, originally to play defensive line and long snap as well. And then uh, towards my end of my time there, I kind of just realized I wanted to try to, I guess, play on a bigger stage and in front of more people and just get that kind of experience. And then when I was in the portal, I wasn't quite like Buscini over here with <laughs> as many teams reaching out, but I think... Uh, Nebraska was just showing me the most love and uh, the communication from like Coach Connors, Coach Bush, and uh, just the whole staff kind of, I just, I guess, go go where you're wanted. And that's kind of just, I took off and ran with it. Well, and Brendan, you kind of came into almost like a tryout last summer when they could do those um, open workouts and you just drove up. I remember and didn't know what was going to come out of it. And the next thing you know, you were the guy kicking off at Illinois. I mean, uh, tell your story a little bit more and how you ended up at Nebraska from Morningside. So obviously playing for a program like Morningside, they're very <clears throat> highly regarded in, at the NAIA level. And uh, we had just lost like the semifinals. I was like, okay, 
So I was like kind of done playing football. You know, I was hoping I could be one and done, like go to a bigger school like Nebraska after a year. But when I had gotten released, I couldn't enter the portal because the NAIA and the NCAA don't link up like that. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just go play soccer because, you know, I know how to do that still. I think I'm all right. And so they, uh, I was two days away from transferring and then Aaron Graham, the old center for the 94 National Championship team, he was my coach growing up, uh, like fifth, sixth grade. He goes, I got you an unofficial tryout with Nebraska. I was like, well, sweet. And so I pulled up and it was like pouring rain that day. They're like, well, we got to move your tryout to the Cook Pavilion. So I was like, you know, kicking in the rec center. And I was like super nervous. I kicked with one other guy. And then I guess I did good enough. And here we are. And Timmy, um, you know, you had a really good career at Furman. You got your degree, just finished up. Congratulations, by the way, um, to getting that Furman degree uh, locked up. But uh, what brought you to Nebraska? Yeah, so uh, after a couple years at Furman, I could have, my two options were either to delay graduation for one semester and then just play one more year of football, even though I have two more years, or hit the portal and see what happens. So my thought process was might as well get my degree at Furman and hit the portal and see if I can go somewhere to get a grad degree as well. First day I was in the portal, Nebraska reached out to me and they kind of steadily kept in contact with me each day. And then Coach Bush flew down to Greenville a couple times before Thanksgiving, or after Thanksgiving, and then um, he invited me to an official, an official visit here. And I mean, I, was, I came into the weekend kind of looking for reasons to maybe keep my uh, options open, but. I didn't see anything wrong in Nebraska. I thought it was a no-brainer to commit here, so that was kind of my story. He met these three grease balls. Like, come on, how could you say no? <laughs> well, and, and you guys were brought here really for one job, I mean, to repair the special teams. And, you know, I've done a lot of talks around the state, and when we show the film of the punter and the kicker added, people, I'm not even joking, people give standing ovations. Like, they're, because it, it was a rough year for special teams, and um, it's a lot of pressure on all four of you guys, but, um, Brian, how much onus do you take in saying, like, look, we're going to get this thing right this year? Yeah, I think that's kind of the only option we have. Um, it's kind of a one-or-nothing season for everyone here in Nebraska right now. And, um, I think that we all kind of have a new mindset this year. We want to change the culture of the way the special teams have been run around here. And um, I don't think there's any excuse not to put in, you know, as much work as possible because, really, we're all here for one job, and that's, you know, to get better at what we do. And, like, for example – you know, having social media and just scrolling through TikTok on your phone, you could be working on drill work instead. And I'm kind of sold in on this season with these guys because we have a really good group. And I'm just really excited to see what we can do this year. I would definitely say everybody around here is bought in. Uh, I mean, being a part of the special teams group last year and seeing what that room was like, this year is a complete turnaround and just there's a more positive attitude towards everything that's going on. We all want to be there. We all love being around each other, and it's just it's it's a night and day difference. And I think the talent level's risen pretty significantly with just the guys in this room. And Timmy, I know you've been here just a short time, but what have you seen? Uh, kind of what Frankie was saying, like just the attitude in the locker room. I mean, I wasn't here last year, so obviously I don't know what that was like, but I can tell just from this past month. We're all in there. We're all looking forward to getting out and more opportunities to work together and going to the indoor or the stadium to go and kick. But uh, the competition's pretty healthy right now, which I think is really good for the specialists. So I think that's going to go a long way this year. And Brady, your job's unique because we hope that we never say your name again. Because if we're saying your name, there's some problems, right? Uh, I think kind of like what Timmy said, just the competition, everything between uh, 
Camden Watucky, Cameron Piper, and Cade Mueller. I think we just have a, a close relationship to the point where obviously we're all competing with each other, but at the same time we'll uh, be able to have fun and goof around and still put in work. And uh, at Georgetown, I wasn't really able to have that many like eyes on my snapping. So if Cam sees something that I'm doing, or if I see something that Cam's doing, we're able to kind of just correct each other. And uh, just, I think that just stuff like that, building that bond with each other, uh, just in the indoor with uh, all these guys is really special. Well, let's talk about Bill Bush, the new special teams coordinator. He was around as an analyst last year, so he was limited <clears throat> in what he could do. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Um, but when you just are around Bill, how much can you feel how bad he wants us to work with you guys? Because he's a native Nebraskan, he's worked at, under Coach Osborne and been around Nebraska a long time. And I mean, he knows like his one job is to get this thing right. Yeah, I think for me personally, this is like my first year here, so I didn't, you know, really witness what it was like last year with him behind the scenes. But um, he really pushes a culture of being a pro, which is something I really love. Um, you know, coming to the facility, getting treatments, you know, multiple times a day. That's something that he's harping on me about. And um, just kind of everything you do in your life needs to revolve around getting better as a football player and making this team better. And so he's, you know, super energetic. And you could tell how bad he wants it. And um, I think that's kind of resonated pretty positively with us. Um, there's an extra kick in the specialist room step, I'd say. And especially with the new, like, guys we have around here, I think there's just kind of a new energy. And, man, I'm just really excited for the fall, I think. I will say um, about Coach Bush, like, uh, he, you, everybody sees him as, like, the guy. He's the recruiter. He's the analyst. But Coach Bush actually buys into us as people as well. Like, he knows – everything about us like he he'll give us crap about the girl that he saw us talking to at the training table and stuff like that or if we have a bad haircut you know not all of us can be blessed but it's just one of those things where uh, he really buys into us as people as well as football players and I think with that kind of relationship is kind of the reason that we're able to mesh so well together along with him. And Timmy you were recruited obviously pretty heavily I mean I know his I mean he's pretty relentless like I mean, once he wants to really make it work, I mean, I'm sure he was on you every day, probably texting you every day and yeah. reaching out. And yeah, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, every day, like you said, always texting me, asking me how my day was or just throughout the day. Just I'd always get messages from him. And then when he came down to Greenville, I mean, he was kind of just hard to say no to. He's just talking, talking, talking. He relates to you personally. I mean, uh, it was just a lot, and it was a lot of good. So and I remember after one of the lunches, I think it was the second lunch he came down to visit me for, he walked out and like we were splitting ways. He goes, I know you're going to be a Husker in about a week. And then I went on my visit and next thing you know, I'm a Husker. So it's pretty hard to turn down. And your role, like what, what is your role kind of with Bill Bush as the snapper? Yeah, I, I was able to come in January. So I was here for all spring. And I think, uh, I mean, obviously 
he'll coach you hard and if you do something wrong he'll let you know but uh he kind of like what brian was saying he you can tell just being around him how much he wants uh how much he wants success so when you see uh, a coach and a mentor like that want it that bad it's kind of easy for us to go out there and just work well there's a lot of proud history with the punters and the kickers at nebraska and i thought it was pretty cool a couple weeks ago you had Brett Maher, you had Alex Henry, and you had Sam Cook back working a specialist camp. But did you guys get a chance to interact with those guys? And um, what's that been like, just getting a chance to have those guys around town here too? Yeah, once I committed, I was actually able to strike up a relationship with Sam Cook pretty quickly. And just, he's kind of mentoring me a lot. Um, I've also been blessed to train with my coach, Mike McCabe, who trains a bunch of NFL prospects. and. Um, so just from those two guys, I've gotten a bunch of different insight that I use uh, for my game, and it's really helped me a lot. Like this spring, you know, I was kind of working through a funk, and um, coming into the summer, I've really fine-tuned a lot of my things thanks to, thanks to the help from those guys. And um, Sam's just, he's an incredible guy. Obviously, he's done it at the highest level for 16 years and won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, there's not really anyone else you could go to for advice. And I think, you know, these guys obviously have really good tools to go to with Brett and um, Alex as well. Yeah, I'd say that uh, although we were there to teach, uh, I definitely learned a lot just from the stuff that Brett and Alex were saying just fundamentally because uh, that can't, may have been for the kids, but I think I might have taken the most away from it. You paid your 50 bucks too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, at the end of the day, like having those guys just able to talk to us and as a resource is just such a huge advantage that I know a lot of other places don't offer. Timmy, were you able to talk to those guys? Yeah, like Frankie was saying, it was kind of cool being a student again, even though we were the teacher at the camp. But uh, we've kind of developed a little relationship, all the kickers, with uh, Brett, and he, we kind of use him as a contact. And since he lives in Lincoln, we can kind of use him on the field if we ever need to. So that's a really cool resource that, I mean, at Furman, I just didn't have. Well, guys, yeah, let's talk about what needs to be fixed because, you know, Brendan, you were around like we were talking off air here just for a lot of these losses. I mean, just maybe a properly placed punt or executed punt or just a field goal here or there or, you know, having the confidence that, you know, you guys can make a 45-yard field goal or 42-yard field goal. I mean, what kind of difference could that make with this program? So everybody watched last year uh, in the shame and the glory that was our 3-9 and nine season. You know, we were nine plays away from being almost – darn near undefeated so I mean it's like a couple of those games obviously you can pin down to like a kick or a punt here and there but also at the end of the day you gotta understand it's a team game if we can't do our 111th uh, that the rest of the team is counting on us to do after they've carried us so far I feel like that's something that needs to be reflected on and something that we need to improve on I think mentally we're coming back stronger this year knowing that we have kind of a fresh start and knowing that uh, we can only really go up from where we were. Timmy, from you in a kicking perspective, I mean, from like 45 yards in, are, are you pretty much automatic or comfortable in, in making those kicks for Nebraska? Uh, that's, what, that's what my kind of goal is. My goal really every time I go out to kick is just go one for one. I don't really have a long-term picture of like what I want, but really from like 40 and in, I kind of expect to be as automatic as I can be. But uh, it's been good this summer so far being able to get work in with Brian and Piper and the snappers. So, I mean... Just developing that chemistry is going to be really big for us in the long run. And Brian, for you, I'm sure just learning how to play in the stadium and the winds and the elements, I mean, how, how big is that going to be a part of your training this summer and off season? Because 
uh, you've learned something about Nebraska probably already. The wind is very tricky in this state. Yeah, it's pretty windy. Um, growing up in Montana, I was fortunate enough to kind of be raised in a place where there's similar winds. But um, kind of getting used to just how everything's run around here. It's a completely new system, completely new environment. So that was probably the biggest part of my transition from Montana. But at the end of the day, it's the same size field and wind is wind, you can't control it. So once the ball hits your foot, it's not in your hands anymore. So don't make it more than it is. Cause I mean, obviously with the, you know, year that was last year, a lot of people are gonna try to make it more than it is. But all I do is trot out there and kick a piece of leather and then walk off the field. So at the end of the day, you know, I think the more you try to make it more than that, that's when you're gonna start to kind of see yourself decline. And in, in the big picture, what do you think your role is right now? Uh, I think my role is just to, I guess, continue to provide energy, continue to work as hard as I can, and then uh, I guess just keep snapping as well as I possibly can. And I think, I think we can all kind of just say, like as of right now, just continuing to work and uh, like kind of Frankie touched on, just continuing to build on uh, what we had last year and keep pushing forward. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. And then guys, you, you open up week zero, um, 75 days from now as we're taping this interview, which seems crazy to think that we're that close to the start of the, the first game. Week zero, Dublin, Ireland, national TV. How excited are you um, to kind of take things on the road and, and get this opportunity? Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm not going to put any extra pressure on myself. Um, we're kind of going over the pond and it's playing on the same size field. So it's going to go out there and do our thing. And I think, uh, I think the rest will take care of itself. Cause again, the more you try to hype things up and get, get in your head about it, I think that's once you, when you start to slide down the hill. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it too, as well. It's actually going to be my second time playing a football game in Ireland because we went over in a, my high school at my junior year. We went over when Boston college really? and Georgia tech played. So. I've been to the stadium, it's really cool. And I mean, I'm just looking forward to it. But at the end of the day, we're going there for a football game. So like Brian said, just. So were you like an opening act before kind of the big college game or? Uh, kind of, Georgia Tech, three Atlanta high schools went with Georgia Tech kind of. So we played the day before in a smaller stadium, but uh, then everyone got to go to the game at Aviva Stadium and it's really cool. So you're gonna be able to tell all these guys where to go. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business trip, so I, I know a lot of people are asking me, like, uh, do you know what you're going to be able to do down there? Are you going to sightsee? You guys going to be able to hit the bars? I'm like, well, to be completely honest with you, I just, I just don't think that that should be our priority right now. Our priority should be walking in there, getting things done, and getting home with a W. How about you, Brady? Yeah, I think kind of what Brian said, just try to keep things as simple as possible. Don't overcomplicate anything, and uh, if we continue to uh, put in the work now, it'll just be more simple over there in Ireland. Ireland. Well, guys, appreciate you guys uh, taking a chance to sit down here as we get ready for the 2022 season. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. All right. Thanks again to all of our specialists. For Husker Online and ABM, I'm Sean Callahan.